I used to sit at my desk, going looking at spreadsheets, thinking there's something else I need to do. Hello everyone, welcome back to Breaking Bread Podcast, the Birmingham Food Podcast presented by me, Liam. Right. And Oh, you're struggling to remember then. <laughs> I know there was a port. I don't know why there was a port. I think I was going to try and come up with something cool for myself. Like, this give myself a nickname. <laughs> I hate that when people give themselves nicknames. Yeah, it's not like a nickname that. unless somebody else gives you the yeah, nickname. Yeah, that's the whole point, isn't it? So this is Carlos. No. Don't like that one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Or is he likes to be called... Oh, no, I can't just think Carl. Be funny. It'd be nice. Carl, I've never been able to pick up a nickname. This is just Carl? Just Carl will do. I had one for a little while. I didn't like it there. I'm not going to say what so it is. So going to be on my tombstone, I think. Just Carl. You say just Carl. Just Carl. That's a good name, no, that is. Who lies I feel like here? that could stick. That just Carl. Just Carl. That's going to stick, you know. Yeah, it might do. Liam and Just Carl, who does the podcast. That's <laughs> it. I'll set off for that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I feel like it's like some kind of like hip hop rapper from, yeah, the, from New Carl. York in the 90s, like, or 80s. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to attempt any hip uh, rapping. Just Carl. Do you remember him? He was in Wu Tang. You kind of know him. He was cool, <laughs> man. He was a cool one. Didn't say a lot. Just chilled. Just white one just kept eating all the time. <laughs> Speaking of eating program, have you watched that thing on Netflix? That um, fresh fried crispy yet? No, no, I haven't got around to it yet. Oh, mate, that's so funny. Although I have finished Castlevania today, so I'm going to look for something new to start. Well, that's the thing to watch, mate. He's so good. He's so good. It does remind me, like, well, I don't know who came first, him or Chris, the Fat Foodie, but they've got the same kind of style. Yeah. And they're just going for an unbelievable fried food. Unbelievable. Sounds like a plan. Oh no, it's so good. They get to like little spots in America that you wouldn't really normally go to. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, man, that's on the list. So today's episode, uh, this was a long time coming, man. I mean, oh, it's a great episode again. It's one of these organic episodes that come out and it's kind of been building for a long time. I always said ages ago, like, do you want to come on the podcast? And then sort of obviously the covid thing which i'm gonna try and stop mentioning but it just made such a big yeah influence on everyone's yeah. life that it's hard not for it to come up into every aspect of what we do now so we used to record on a monday we usually record podcasts on a monday night and then there's hardly anything open yeah and there's not much to go to on a monday for food on the way home the covered wagon was always open and we loved it anyway so we were yeah like, we used to we go, just there go there all the time anyway and we were like <laughs> dude why go anywhere else yeah. So if everywhere was open, we're still likely to go the covered wagon. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So we're like, let's go covered wagon. So that's what we started doing. And then I think after about 10 times of like tagging them in posts to say we'd been there, they were like like messaging us back and we got to know Harm a little bit. Yeah. And then we were like, should we just do a podcast with the covered wagon? How cool would that be? Like, yeah, I want to get to know how. Really eager to do it as well, which is great. Yeah, this pub that has a lot of history in the local area, really. It's it's uh, been a, a local boozer for a long time. Um. It had it high day. I remember it was very busy, and then it just went downhill. And yeah, then all it got of very us, rough for yeah, a while. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, and it was quite sad to see. I always find it a bit sad when pubs kind of, you know, once when you walked in, it was a great buzz, people everywhere, and then all of a sudden, the furniture's a bit tatty. There's two, three people in the bar on a Saturday night. Yeah, so to do this podcast then with Harm and Eamon, um, it just it was great, wasn't it? It was so good. Oh, mate, it was great. I don't know. 
feel like I say this at the, every intro to every podcast and just go, oh, it was a great podcast. But it was. Again, I just think, I keep thinking, oh, maybe it's us, maybe it's, it's just Birmingham. The people in Birmingham are so nice that it's impossible for a podcast to go bad. No, I thought it was brilliant. I'm Emma's call as well. It looks after all the social media, but it kind of done more than that as always quite influential from the beginning of the whole yeah it seemed like covered it. wagon story and it looked like it was a real group effort mm. and i'm stealing the sh- stealing steering the ship steering the stealing the ship stealing the ship <laughs> steering the ship and but it just had lots of help and it's really nice to hear stories about how all the family helped and friends got involved and I mean, just everyone was pushing for it to be a success. Yeah, it definitely feels like Harm's on a mission to put the local boozer back at the hub of a community. Like, no years ago, that was the, the, every local pub was yeah. a community hub. Everyone could go there. Well, that's go that's a rare own. thing, even now. Like, there's not many places that where the pub's sort of a focal point for people. It doesn't no. exist anymore. It used to be. It used yeah. to be all the time. So, even when like we started going out, mm. it was still a thing, still the local. Yeah. But like, now people don't really have that. Yeah. Just yeah. pubs and a lot of pubs are just faceless places now. And he's trying to give back to the community as well around him, like he can see that he's making a real effort. Well, he's a local boy, and he so yeah, yeah, works yeah. out really well. Yeah, really good to see. And we brought up talking about didn't get brought up on the. Oh, did get? It does get brought up on the podcast, but easy. easy yeah, eat. easy, easy food. Easy yeah. food. Yeah, easy yeah, food. yeah. That's one to watch for. Yeah, definitely. I was glad you mentioned that at the end, like because. I do feel a bit bad because I'm lazy, so I do like delivery and uh, Uber Eats and all that. And yeah, I use more, so at least yeah. once a week, I use at least one of them. And I know they charge the restaurant a fortune, and I know that they treat their staff not that very good, so I do feel bad about it. So it's nice to have someone come along now, treats their staff fairly, uh, doesn't rip off the restaurants. I mean, 45% Uber Eats, that's how much they charge a restaurant. Yeah, Where's the, do, how yeah. did the restaurants make a profit on that? I don't know. Mate, I don't even know. Whereas it's a flat fare, I think. It's like 1% or something stupid. It's even £1.50. Oh, it's even just £1.50. It's not a percentage. Yeah, it doesn't yes. matter what you... So if someone spends 100 quid, it's still £1.50 for the restaurant to yeah, use yeah. that delivery service. That's handy. That's about what I'd spend at most places. And it's places. better for the customers <laughs> as well because um, we don't get service. There's no service fees for the customers. Yeah, yeah. So You're going to hear a lot. That's at the end of the podcast. You'll hear a lot about that. Yeah. We're just glad he talks so much about the... Like his... He wanted the meat and everything to be just quality. He used the quality yeah. ingredients. And you yeah, come agree. from being an accountant. You'll hear all this in the episode. I'm just spoiling this show. I know, yeah. yeah. We don't have to, you don't have to listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do have to listen to it. Please listen. <laughs> yeah. And like always, if you do listen and you do enjoy it and you want to help us on our mission to spread about how brilliant the pubs and restaurants and food and drink in Birmingham is, just give us a like and subscribe. Uh, really does help with the algorithm and gets us listened to by more people so if you could do that that would be amazing yeah that's it man we're going to push how great boom is people have got to yep that's our mission now only a little click here and there yep two seconds takes two seconds to put that five little stars you don't even have to write anything you just press the five stars but if you'd like to write something do that as well that helps even more yep that'd be great yeah awesome enjoy this episode with Ham and Eamon from the Covered Wagon We're here with Harm and Ayman from the Covered Wagon. Hello there. Thanks a billion for coming on the show. Thanks How's for having things? us. How's things? Yeah, all good. All good. 
um, happy to be here. And um, this has been a long time coming, I think. Yeah. We spoke about it um, a while back. Um, but one thing or another. But really happy to, to be sitting down with you guys and doing this. Brilliant. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I was just testing it, so I'll oh. definitely record it. <laughs> it looks panicked every time, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks like a panic. I'm just going to have to keep looking at it because I'm going to be scared. <laughs> now, we've wanted to get you on for ages. It's just, dates just haven't aligned up. And obviously, and COVID we, happened as COVID well. COVID didn't help. And we, just, we talk about this place all the time, don't we? Like, we said it's our kind of go-to on the way home from recording the podcast. Yeah. And nothing better is a cold beer. Nice, uh, spicy food and the football on. Good atmosphere in the pub. Awesome. It's class, isn't it? Ticks yeah. every box, doesn't it? Every box ticks. ticks. Every box. It's amazing, guys. It's yeah. amazing. So, you're local? Uh, yep. Um, grew up not too far from here, actually. Um, just down the road. Um, which was one of the things that kind of got us into this. Mm. Um, and it was, it, was, it was very much about this venue um, for us. So... Um, my my granddad used to drink here in the seventies, and 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 my dad used to pick him up after a few drinks, <laughs> and then and then my dad used to drink here, and then I used to pick him up, um, and then we started coming here, didn't we? Yeah. Amen. Um, and we used to, um, yeah, we used to sit quietly in the corner. Really, we did play it? a bit of pool. Yeah. Bit of darts. And we and we always kind of looked around this place and like, this place just needs something yeah. to kind of bring it back, because back in the day, this this. This was like the hub of the community. This was, mm. um, uh, especially for a lot of Indian people growing up here. There was a big Indian community here, and and this was the place where they all used to yeah. come and drink yeah, after definitely. working in the factories and and whatnot. So um, we used to, we used to sit in the corner thinking, you know, this this place needs something. Um, and yeah, when when I saw the opportunity come up to to get involved and kind of take it. It, it, it was um, it was a case of do I give up do I give up accountancy life and my spreadsheets, or do I just go in to an, a sector that I've never really been involved in before, but always always had a passion about. Um, so yeah, here we are, three and a half years later. So you never yeah. had any experience of running a pub or a restaurant or anything before? No, no. Um, always uh, we've we've been to plenty. Um, yeah. come, come from a big foodie kind of family um, every weekend uh, our house was kind of like the, the food house you know where like your, your cousins come your uncles and everyone it was yeah, our house was always the house where everyone used to come every weekend so we used to have big dinners um, so so we we're, I've always grown up with that hospitality side of things um, I'd, I'd been, been an accountant uh, finance manager head of finance for, for the last 10 plus years and I, and I used to sit at my desk, going looking at spreadsheets, thinking there's, there's something else I need to do. And uh, yeah, I used to, you know, accounts is boring, isn't it? And and it is. Um, I used to sit there thinking there's there's something else I need to do. And then um, and then yeah, the opportunity came up here, um, and yeah, we started exploring it. We kind of we we knew what the venue needed and what this side of Birmingham needed because these Desi pubs there they're in North Birmingham everywhere, yeah, and there's some yeah. really nice places there. Um, but we thought South Birmingham needs somewhere, but it kind of needs to be a bit different to what's available over there. Yeah. Um, so we, what we wanted to kind of create was um, a place where you could you could go with your family, your wives, your girlfriends, take your kids. Whereas I think in in North Birmingham, fantastic places, but it's a bit it's a bit laddie. 
So you go with the boys. Yeah, you go and shoot some Paul and yeah. have something to eat and chill out. Same with the ones in the middle of town. Yeah. They're pretty orientated around more nights out than somebody that we'd take our daughters, for example. Like my daughter's been here like three or four times. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's only three. <laughs> <laughs> but she like she loves the food here as well. She just loves, she loves everything, so I can't knock her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get her into that spice early. Yeah, yeah, we do, man. Yeah, it's good. How did your family feel when you said you were going to quit your accountancy job and open a pub, like a restaurant? Um, you know what? My family have been fantastic. They were they were really supportive. Um, I, I remember the first day, actually, that um, I, I told went home, told my wife, we're buying a pub. And she kind of dismissed it as one of my ideas. Like, had she know. been here before you did that? No, no, never. Um, she, 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 she's from Leicester, actually. So... Um, uh, she'd never, she didn't grow up around here kind of thing. And she hadn't even heard of the covered wagon. Whereas a lot of people who grew up in South Birmingham kind of know the covered wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of one of those places. Um, so I went home that day and I said, um, we're, we're buying a pub. And she kind of, I, I, I come up with stupid ideas all the time, <laughs> to be fair. And um, uh, so she said, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, and then I'd actually booked a viewing for a couple of days after or something. Um, and I said, uh, and I, I took, I took, brought my dad with me, and I brought Sonal, my wife, with me. And um, when we when we started to look around the place, I think they suddenly bought into my vision. Yeah, I think they needed to be here to kind of see what we wanted to do. And then from that moment, I think they were they were fully supportive of everything we were doing. Was the pub open and running still at that time? Like it, it was, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I'm um, just thinking because it, it when towards the end it got a bit sorry for itself didn't it the covered wagon like towards the end i think mnb owned it didn't they and it mm. they give up on it a long long time ago yeah yeah it was very quiet it was quite sad to say i'd only came in with my dad like a handful of times and it, yeah it was a bit of a depressing place so like i just i just can't imagine going back to my wife and saying come <laughs> come to this pub have a look at it and then looking around yeah. this depressing <laughs> pub and going Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's th a good idea. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think it worked in my advantage that she'd never been here before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so it was it was it was open. We, I mean, yeah, it got a bit grimy towards those last yeah. five years. Yeah, like operation, it was, it was getting bad, wasn't it? It was bad. The sticky floor, dirty carpet, kitchen was a mess. And it was food. part of the Sizzler franchise, but then they well, not franchise, but the the M and B kind of branch, wasn't it? But they they kind of like didn't update it with the rest of the sizzlers, no. so it was just the all the old branding and it, yeah. the carpet was like threadbare when it was just <laughs> yeah. it was I just a horrible place. Like, and I, I'm somebody who really likes like quite rundown pubs, you yeah. know. I ran one for a, a little while, so, but but like this was different. This was a little too depressing. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, to come in and like have the vision to say, all right, this is gonna because if you, you spoke to me like that time, how many years ago was it? About three and a half now. If you spoke to me, I'll be like, yeah. man, you're, you're mad. <laughs> I think this place is ready for uh, a in the state or something. Like. <laughs> but I'm glad you didn't ask me. Obviously, because yeah, yeah. got this. Like, Don't ask Liam for advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do I know, obviously? But like, it was a sorry state years ago. It was. We, we, we came in on a Friday and there was there was about six people in here yeah. on a Friday night. Yeah. And we were four of them. Yeah, there was four of us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that kind of told us everything, wasn't yeah. it? Like, and there was probably like three staff. Yeah, one chef. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was it was quite bad. Um, so yeah, from that point, we kind of um, we just got kind of um, we went through um, we went through a tender process and mm. and we kind of had to um, sell ourselves and what we wanted to do and 
and it was a it was a difficult tender process actually it was, it was a tough process um um quite so, a lot of competition for it right yeah there was a, there was definitely we, we we still have people coming in saying i tried to buy this yeah yeah i'd yeah. say people probably might remember it like though from the good old days as well like probably yeah. think like Bit it's close to Mosley, which yeah. is a buzzing area. So yeah. something close to that's still going to do business well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what, what, what's what's so nice about this, since we've had it, we, we've got people um, who've come in separately with their families because they've heard about it or they've, they've come for the food they've been before. And um, they've seen their school friends from like the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. who they haven't yeah. seen for, you know, 30, 40 years. Um, I know my dad has met with five or six of his school friends who kind of grew up here around here with him and everyone's moved out everywhere. Um, and that was, that was so nice to see that we're kind of reconnecting the community almost. We've, yeah. we've created this kind of community place where, um, and I think South Birmingham was kind of missing that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we, we, we went through the tender process and, um, uh, we, we, we got the keys, I think in, um, in September or something. And we, we, we kind of set ourselves, an ambitious three-week refurb process, so it, it, it was a case of three weeks. It was an intense three weeks, twenty-four eh? hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, think, it was mad. Yeah, but harm, honestly, like the project management of that, the first three weeks of, because you got you saw how it was. Yeah, and, yeah, and that, yeah. That yeah. three work three weeks to turn it around was like so, like meticulously project managed. I think only somebody who's never worked in the industry before could do that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd ever set ourselves a, a three-week turnaround yeah. again. Yeah, sometimes no. a bit of naivety works in your favour, though, because yeah, like, totally maybe agree. somebody who'd, who'd had a few before would have been like on the little details, like, nah, this isn't right. And you were like, nah, we've got to get this done. Like, yeah. Don't fuck about it. Get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we, we almost had 24-hour shifts yeah. working here, that tradespeople. Yeah. That's um, there was enough pre-planning, though, before the work began, right? Yeah, yeah. Tried Spread, to do plenty of spreadsheets. Yeah, it's all about the spreadsheets. So did you always was have it, a plan of what you wanted it to be? So you've got the football, you've got the food, you've got the nice drink. Was them all boxes you had to tick? Yes, yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to kind of, we didn't want to go super modern and, you know, marble bars and tables. We still wanted to kind of keep the... Like a, tra- a pub. A traditional pub, yeah. exactly that. But really have, have, have really good food. Um, and um, it was about the atmosphere was massive for us so we, we we didn't want it clicky um we wanted to encourage families and and comfortable bringing your your wives and your girlfriends in so um um yeah that's why we kind of um that was that was our vision on on that side of things um and then for the first six months i kind of i kind of did both my accountancy and this and and they were tough days especially with this being in, in its infancy so i was literally sitting at a desk nine to five um blowing down the a45 from coventry back here um as, as quick as i could yeah. and um yeah and and straight in here um and it, it, it was 18 19 hour days Jesus. you know and then you just have a couple of hours sleep and then back at it again and then whilst i'm sit, sitting at my desk i'm i'm phoning suppliers i'm emailing i'm phoning um the team here asking them is this happening is that happening um and we did that for about six months i think mm. um and then i had to make a decision yeah. one way or the other um and I, uh yeah and we haven't looked back since actually was it going fairly well from the off 
So as soon as you opened the doors, were people really receiving it quite well? Yes. Yeah, we, we, we were very lucky, actually. Um, I'm very blessed that soon, soon as we opened, uh, we had a fantastic kind of reception. Um, we had great feedback on our food from the off. Um, and it kind of went from strength to strength from there. Um, we kind of hit, well, I, I kind of had a, a, a budgeted kind of, you know, sales figure in mind that we wanted to kind of achieve by month six or something. But we started doing that after like, you know, three or four weeks. And that kind of told me that potentially we this could be good. Because um, we had kind of risked everything, all our savings in, in, in doing this. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, it, it picked up straight away. Um, uh, and yeah, made the decision to come here full time then. Did you have any negativity, like, from the point of view, like, of like, old regulars who didn't want the change? Because I, I, I used to run a pub not far from here, and it, well, what used to drive me mad in the daytime, you get the old boys in, mm. they come to the bar, and they do nothing but moan, like, yeah. for the whole time they're in there. This used to be a great boozer. <laughs> in my day, this was a... And I'm like... I'm not that young. Like I remember when it was when I was a kid, and like there was biker gangs in the corner. Like yeah, it, yeah. it was always a shit off. So don't try and tell me <laughs> that, that I've made this pub bad. <laughs> if you want to go back to that, I'll let it go back to that if you want. <laughs> but we're trying our best to make it a decent pub. Yeah. Is there much of that here? Or uh, yeah, we did. We we of course we we got that at the beginning, um, but yeah, I mean there's not a lot you can kind of do you just kind of have tunnel to, vision yeah just stick to the plan and you go to, for it yeah you some just people to. don't some people cave in and they go oh maybe maybe we should put fish and chips on the menu <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe we should just sell banks is better <laughs> no uh, nah, we couldn't we we couldn't we couldn't give it an option yeah we we, yeah. we believed in what we were doing yes. um and and we'd invested so much like you know time energy financially and um we thought we've got to see it through if you're going to do something I always say we you do it properly, and um, it was given in that new lease of life as well. You didn't like it was, it was a refresher, so bringing in a new crowd and all that as well. Yeah, that's the thing. You will get a new crowd, and eventually, I think, as although they probably won't say it, some of the regulars who were moaning at the beginning probably are a bit thankful. At least the pub's got a lease of life. Exactly. There's nothing worse than an empty pub. Yeah. For atmosphere, mm. any pub is great when it's got a good good crowd in there, you know, and it's yeah. a, you feel it as soon as you come in the door, there's a buzz, like, you know, that's yeah. what every yeah. good pub It almost doesn't matter what the pub looks like or how good the beer is or anything. If it's busy, yeah, yeah, it's just it's life a in vibe. a pub, that's what yeah. you want, yeah. isn't it? Which happens less and less now, like, I feel like government's probably trying to kill pubs <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, feels like you. How did yeah. you um, come up with the menu and get your chefs and stuff like that? So, um, the, the the menu just coming from um, um, a, a big foodie background, we kind of knew what we wanted on the menu. Um, and in terms of the chefs, we we were we were so lucky with our chefs. I think so. Um, just through networking, we kind of put the feelers out there that we were after some chefs for a new venue in South Birmingham. Um, and we we kind of caught our chefs at the right time because um, there was a, there was a couple of chefs leaving Central London, and they worked for like the top Indian restaurants in Mayfair, but they were relocating to Birmingham. Um, and we caught them just by chance at that right time as they were relocating. So they they didn't have work here. They didn't have employment. So um, they had opportunities to go elsewhere. But I think once we'd, we'd managed to meet with them and, and talk our vision through with them, um, they took a chance on us as well. 
Yeah. Because um, you, you you never know which way a new business is going to go. Um, so we, we managed to recruit some very high-end restaurant chefs straight away. So um, we started with three chefs, um, and, and we've still got the same core chefs here. Really? Which is very rare in, yeah, the, that's good in, 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 in the restaurant industry. Um, we look after them, um, and we get on really well. We've really become a family together. Um, uh, communication is always open between us. We discuss things all the time, good things, bad things. Um, so we managed to get three chefs on board straight away before we'd opened. Um, and uh, going back to that that, that refer process, um, one of the chefs we we kind of started him, but we the kitchen wasn't ready. So he came into work one day, and he kind of walked in, and the, you know people are painting, they're moving stuff, <laughs> and there's walls being knocked down, and 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 he, he kind of looked around, and he looked in the kitchen, and and nothing was ready, and uh, he was a bit like, oh, how, how, am, how am I going to cook in here? What what's going on? Um, so then he he potted about for the first day, second day he came in. Um, as soon as he came in, coat off, he's got his old trousers on, old t-shirt on, he's picking up materials, he's, he's got Getting fully involved. In. Yeah, yeah. He, That's brilliant. And, that, and that, that told me everything about him as a, as, a, as, a, as a person and what he wanted to do with us. He, he wasn't here just to pick up a paycheck. Mm. He, he really believed in this. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that was really nice to see. And, and we've still got the same chefs. So what the, we're, we've added to him, certainly. Uh, we've had to uh, increase the team, but it's let us improve. Uh, improve the. It's let us. Most importantly, it's let us keep our consistency, because um, that's one of the things that goes with places like this. Yeah. Uh, just from my own personal kind of um, uh, research and and going places, is is the consistency is so key. Um, so we managed to keep the consistency, but improve improve our, our recipes and our techniques and our processes along the way. Whereas when a new chef comes in, you're kind of almost back to square one. Yeah, yeah. He wants to put his print on and he wants to implement his ideas. Um, so yeah, we, we, we got really lucky with the chefs. And um, the early days, it, it was it was manic. We um, we we probably needed on 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 our first week of opening, we had three chefs in there. We we, we probably needed six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was yeah. So it it was a bit mad those early days. We yeah. were. We were like all the boys were on the floor helping, doing whatever we sorry, could. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. I was just saying all the boys were like uh, just helping out where we can, just uh, waitering, doing whatever we could to just, <laughs> yeah. just just help. I've got an amazing group of friends, and and everyone was um, everyone was here running food, taking orders, running drinks, um, jumping in the kitchen if you needed to do anything. Um, and those uh, my brothers were the same; um, they were here every day. Um, and that's the that's the that's the yeah. only way we could have got through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I don't think you kind of you you can't. Um, I think going. Um, that, that's where my inexperience showed, coming from from not running a venue before. Yeah. Whereas now I think we kind of you know what you need in terms of staffing. So we didn't really know what we needed. So we we had a couple of um, uh, on the bar. We had a couple on the floor. But really, we we, we should have tripled that. That's where the experience comes in, yeah. and um, but we managed to get by. I think. I think that uh, first, you know, the the taster night, where, yeah, where the friends and family all came. That was a a good kind of <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A good taster kind of. Yeah. So so two days before our launch night, we um, we decided to do a, a friends and family. Friends and family. Um, invited all our close friends and family, and we're like, tonight's on us. 
test us through our systems, test the procedures, and let's see how if we're ready. And we weren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't ready by, yeah. by a long shot. I'd like to say, oh, at least it was family and friends, but sometimes family can be the most demanding. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's going on, Ham? Why is it? What's going on here? Oh, it was bad, it's mate. My first night. Yeah. Yeah. We we realised we had forty tables in the restaurant, but there was only ten tables on the till system. Oh man, that's how bad it was. Um, and and when people are trying to put through orders, they were just putting it on any table. So we had like three tickets with table number ten. So, <laughs> yeah. and three angry yeah, chefs. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was a tough night, but but we learned so much yeah. from that. Got through it, man. Yeah, um, and then by 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 opening night, it was fine. We were there. But that's good though. You learn the best lessons that you when um, when it's tough and that's how you learn. Man. I don't suppose was there any part of you that thought, oh shit, we can't do this? No, I never thought that. Yeah. No, I never thought that. I thought this is hard work, <laughs> but I, I never thought. Is we it harder do it. than you thought it'd be? Like honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, t I tell you what's hard work is coming from that corporate background is when you get home, you might send a few emails here and there and you might do a bit of work, but this is all consuming. You yeah. kind of, you go to sleep with it. Mm. Yeah, you can switch off from your day job. But. Yeah, but you can't. I think every restaurant owner and probably every business owner will say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, it's all consuming. It's it's 24-7. So, um, um I think that's the hardest thing I find. Going back to the menu, you know, we touched on it briefly. What, what kind of awesome foods can people expect to eat when they come to visit? Um, so I, th I think some of our signature dishes, um, obviously our mixed grills um, yeah. do really well. Um, and they, they and, and what kind of differentiates us between us and, and everyone else, I think, is, you know, our, our fresh freshness. In our, in our meat and our, our quality of our veg and our spices. So just simple things like um, garlic paste, someone would kind of, I know, I know restaurants kind of use ready-made. We, we make all that ourselves. We put fresh green chilies, coriander. Um, we make all our, all our masalas in-house as well. Uh -huh. um, so that really adds to the flavor and the depth of, of, of each. Gotta talk marinade. about the butter chicken, huh? The butter chicken. The butter chicken is yeah, my favourite dish. Favorite we get really? we usually get with the mixed grill and we get the butter paneer. Yeah, yeah. But we have it desi, so it's a bit hotter. Is that Honestly. a rumor? That's yeah. what I was going to ask you. This is that a because someone told us you have to ask for a desi, desi style butter chicken. Does that change it? Or does it the chef just go? Spicy. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. We just do it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, um, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. But I always say it, and I think oh, they probably just wrote down. Look at you and go, what the fuck is he? He's talking to say that. <laughs> but it is a thing. Yeah, a yeah, most definitely. Um, so the butter chicken is is has been one of my favourite dishes since I was growing up. Um, and then um, and then when, when when we met our chefs and we were going through, we we started talking about butter chicken. It was a one dish. Yeah. It was kind of my interview question: How's your butter chicken? Yeah. <laughs> is it any good? Because if it's not, there's no point. Um, and um, the butter chicken was 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 invented decades ago in um, in Delhi. It's the 1970s. Was it 70s? Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, Mati Mahal, Mati Mahal yeah. restaurant in Delhi, and um, yeah, the chefs basically created this dish out of leftover chicken tikka at the end of the night, and they created this sauce and, and they put it together, and the infamous butter chicken was born in this restaurant, and. Um, yeah, if you know anything about Indians, butter 
it's kind of like their water. Yeah, so, yeah. Especially yeah. Punjabis. <laughs> Very similar so, no, you to want to Irish, see his friends, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Irish, okay, yeah. Trays and butter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I grew up, my, my gran, grannies both made all their own butter and stuff. Like oh, really? Yeah, yeah. had to make butter. and Ironically, I didn't. <laughs> nah, <laughs> which is we strange. have made it recently. Though. Yeah, I did make it recently, but yeah, I think Indian and Irish families are the same. That way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but as a thing. So our head chef actually did his traineeship at that same restaurant where butter chicken was invented. Oh, wow. So he he has the original recipe from from there. Um, so you you could go to ten different restaurants in Birmingham and you'll find ten different versions of butter chicken. Mm, Everyone yeah. puts their own kind of spin on it. But ours, I think, is, is the most authentic. Um, Definitely. And um, this we, is a bit like, do you, I don't know, do you watch uh, MMA, like jiu-jitsu? Yeah, yeah. So this is like, uh, basically, he's like, if, if that original restaurant's the Gracie family, he's trained under Gracie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To Birmingham. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we, we, we test it on a weekly basis, Pete, don't we? We, we do, yeah, 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 yeah. Just to make sure it's up to quality up to standards. Um, if you ever decide to is. make that a job, like, <laughs> I'm well up for that. I'd leave my job to do that. Definitely. Like chicken taste, no problem. When you say you grew up with it, did you say, does that mean your mum used to make it or your gran or granny or yeah, someone? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my mum used to make it and my mum's a fantastic cook, but but hers was nowhere near as good as this. Oh, mate, I wasn't even going to make you say that. <laughs> I, 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 this is in the evening, yeah, mate. I wasn't trying up. to frame you, mate. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for the headline. <laughs> if your mum listens to this, she's going to kill you. No, nah, she'd be all right. She tasted the one here. Yeah, she loves what, it. She says yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, oh. And my, my mum's a, a big foodie, um, yeah. and and uh, I think everyone will say that about their mum. If you can um, if you can please the olds with the food, yeah. then, then you're not far off. Um, and so um, my mum was really involved in terms of when when we were putting the menu together, um, and and we're doing all our taster sessions and everything. You know, the family was really involved in making sure it's of the quality we want. Um, so. Yeah, the butter chicken is is our signature dish, and I think um, we're becoming really well known around Birmingham for that now. Mm, um, yeah. We've had quite a few features. Yeah, definitely. Um, and um, just randomly, if if we if we we're doing a catering event or something, people specifically ask for that the for that butter chicken. chicken. Yeah, because um, um, we 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 hear it quite often actually. They 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 say it's like no other. Yeah, um, there's been a few features out there on on Instagram. Uh, just people saying like, hands down, best butter chicken in Brum. Yeah, it is. If not, like the Midlands. Easy going. Definitely something about the butter chicken. Word of mouth seems to be like a common theme with this uh, pub. Like, I, I That's kept how it. we found it, yeah, isn't it? About five or six people just kept saying, oh, have you been to Covered Wagon yet? I have not been. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you need to try it. And then do you think, how do you think that come about? Is it to do with Ayman and the social media or? I'll leave you to talk about this, Ayman. What do you no, think? No, I think... When Harm opened, there was there was a big buzz around mm. covered wagons reopening. It's under new management, you know. I think people just knew how run down and, and what state it got into, and people were excited that it's being rejuvenated. Mm. So the word spread from that angle anyway that it's going to be a Desi pub. There's a new you know new pubs opening. It's a covered wagon, which is just hype because there's heritage behind this place. Mm. Um, so a lot of people started to come back for that reason, and. And then I, I came on the scene um, probably probably about six, eight months after opening to, to try and run the socials and went through a strategy with Harm about what we want to do with the socials uh, in terms of the quality of posts and target influencers. Um, and yeah, I think, I think 
it's it's added to it, but it kind of speaks for itself as well. So uh, a picture, you know, like, it's crazy how Instagram, you know, a picture can just go oh, it's go go Your mad. Instagram in particular is a really good Instagram, yeah, isn't it? Great social media. Is really yeah, we worked good. hard at it uh, to get it where it is, and it's just you know organic. There's a, it's yeah, built it kind of slowly over the last well, few people years. People forget this. People think you just take a few pictures and bang on Instagram. Like we've got one. It's, if you want it to be good, it's hard work. It's hard yeah. Work. Really yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's why the people we know they do it full time. Like yeah. the people that's really good Instagrams, they really work hard to make it look good. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. So so from the start early on, we, we kind of thought um, we've got to tap into the influencers and, you know, kind of try and differentiate ourselves from, from the other, other pubs out there, Desi pubs. We kind of just post generic posts and you know picture of a food when it's just come out of the when it's still on the heater kind of thing mm. but we wanted to make those posts really quality you know mouth-watering mm. so uh, and we wanted to tap into the influencer out there especially the Birmingham influencers so we managed to get the fat foodie uh, yeah. you guys are interviewed is awesome guy and uh, yeah, Jake from sad. Jake's Jake's food yeah, Bible yeah, yeah. yeah and and then um, yeah we've had a quite a few few other influencers just just we've knocked on their door and or, or they've knocked on our door and invited them in and they've they've just helped us grow um and spread the word and we've run competitions and uh just trying to stay on top of this whole social media thing really and um, yeah i think it's it's worked it's, it's it's done good i mean jake's got a huge audience and always whenever he posts about us we get we get a really good engagement yeah, good got, following he's got really good following as well yes, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a nice real nice bloke isn't he? nice bloke yeah. man we yeah. managed uh, through Jake. We managed to get featured on the Food Bible. Yeah, four times three, now. Is it four times? Four yeah. times, yeah. And that, you know, we'd never have expected that. Yeah, would be. no, no. Yeah, you know, we never would have thought. Yeah, you know, because we all follow the Food Bible. Yeah. Um, so that was something special, and yeah. you know these these little little kind of milestones. Yeah. That we hit, we're just so proud. We're yeah. just so happy. It means so much to us, doesn't it? Definitely. Um, yeah, we just we yeah just get boosted. It's just it's yeah. just really. Like we phone each other kind of like screaming down the phone, kind <laughs> yeah. of, you know, it really means that much. Yeah. Um, but just going, going back to what you were saying about word of mouth and how you guys um, heard of us. I, th I think it's all to do with the, the South Birmingham community mm. and how I think South Birmingham is slightly different to other areas of Birmingham um, in that, that community. And um, word of mouth was, was what got us, got mm. us going in, to yeah. start with, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, people just talk, and and especially like uh, the Asian lads, you know, that that come here with their families or whatever, and then they talk to their friends about it. They'd come with their families and or with the lads on a on the weekend, and and it's not just exclusive like to, to Asians. Obviously, there's a really good mix here. We, we get yeah. a fantastic mix, awesome mix, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it just spreads. It just it just spread. Word just spreads, and people, uh, you know, especially you can see in any comment section. Of any posts, it's just like, oh, you've got to go to this place, or people are tagging their friends or whatever, and and it kind of yeah. Just, it's it's, when, it's when you come in here and you like, there's tables mixed, they're all different colours, like yeah, yeah. religion, everything, yeah. man. Yeah. And uh, you see these shit headlines in like shit American TV shows or something about Birmingham being yeah. like <laughs> like fucking yeah. really like uh, yeah. no go areas and all this yeah, shit yeah. then it just yeah, get you really bullshit. pissed off like, yeah like, you know it's a good come down here and see yeah, come exactly. see for yourself it in like it's not like that no nah, it's not like that <laughs> it's a really good uh, representation of Birmingham actually because it is so, yeah. just like a, a wicked mix of people yeah. and everyone's just chilling what yeah. was what was pretty cool for me was once um I think uh, I walked in 
and I saw 10 Indian grandmothers all sitting on the table. There was a couple of pints between them, a couple of whiskey, <laughs> little whiskey shots. and But they were all sitting there um, eating, drinking, having a really good time. And then I looked over and about uh, four or five tables away, all the husbands were kind of sitting around. And, and, and it was... These, these guys have organized a night out. Some of the husbands are t- tagged along. But the, uh, what, what really touched me was they, they feel safe to come out to our restaurant, to our pub, and, and have a great meal with, with their friends. And, and these are Indian grandmothers. And you don't have a, you, how are, you, it's not often no, you see you a grandmother in, see a, that. No, no, in no. a pub. No. Um, so to me, that was, like, that, that was quite special. That was. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you forget pubs can be quite intimidating sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you yeah, see some, especially neighborhood, like it's all right in like Mosley or the town or, or like little neighborhood birds. You, sometimes you, you walk in, it's a bit sheepish, aren't you? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. People mark their territory, they can be clicky. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, there's none of that with this pub. I've never <sighs> even seen anything even close to trouble in there. Yeah. Ever. We've been lucky, I think. Um, I think, yeah, we, we, we I, th- I think our, our team plays a big part in this. Um, because um, I think the the way the guys manage the, the floor for me mm. um, and and the vibe from the team, it's friendly, it's attentive, um, just the vibe of the place. I think those people who who like to cause trouble in boozers don't feel comfortable in here. Yeah, because they used to come in here, um, but they don't feel co- comfortable coming in here, um, which is a good thing, I guess. Yeah, really. Yeah. Good. Do you employ more for personality? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've always done that. Yeah. Yeah, even shows. when when I used to recruit for accountancy. I could, you can always teach skills and technical stuff to people. But people skills it it's it, either you have it or you don't. Yeah. Um hospitality. If you haven't got hospitality in your bones, it's quite hard to just teach it. Yeah. Um and yeah, we've got a fantastic team here. And a lot of the team have have been here two, three years. Mm. Um and again that's that's it's difficult in hospitality, um, but yeah, a lot of them have been here with us for a long time now. Yeah, um, and and I think customers have, um, and it's shown they've 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 seen that you know week in week out when they come they see the same faces. Yeah, and they get looked after in a in a in a certain manner in a in a professional but casual manner, and I think that's what we still wanted to keep this place was we still wanted to maintain that casualness about it we didn't want to be too formal yeah um but serve kind of formal really top-end quality food yeah for some reason there seems to be like a lot of pubs and i don't i feel like i'm just like <coughs> slagging off other pubs now but they, they seem to just do race to the bottom like microwave food you know mm. and it, it's depressing like they're trying to make even in the interior they make the interior look top-end and really nice and then the food quality is awful yeah you? don't look after the beer or anything yeah. like that Oh, the beer process here is is a quality controlled, man, to to next standard. You checking that a lot, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like, well, like is, <laughs> the, the Guinness man is the best in Brum, definitely. Oh, I might have to test that. Then. You got to test it, honestly. <laughs> heard that many a time. Yeah, about the Guinness. Guinness. You know, I've never had a Guinness here, not yeah. once. Always beer. Looks good on the photos. It does look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. looks good in the photo. But um. Do you get many people in drinking a Guinness during the day? Yes. Yeah. It needs to be poured. It's a drink that just needs to be poured needs to be all on the, the time. Garden, like, yeah. yeah. yeah can't definitely. let it sit there. You've got to just change it all again. There was a pub in town in Digbeth called The Fountain. Did you ever see it? Yeah. 
and the, the owner there, really nice bloke, I can't remember his name, but he used to just care about Guinness. He was like, <laughs> I, I could give a fuck about my Carlin. <laughs> I could give a fuck about it. Says, my Guinness is the best in Birmingham. That's any, any furnace. It absolutely nice. Yeah, it was good Guinness. I went in there, like I, I used to run an Irish bar that done good, decent Guinness sometimes. Yeah. The pipes were too long. That was yeah. my excuse. But, <laughs> yeah. Like I would say, my Guinness is good. And then I went there because he told me, come here, try proper Guinness. And then I was too <laughs> embarrassed to get him back to Barbuza to, to taste that. It was just different level. Like, yeah. Different level. Do you have friends who have like um, traditional like curry houses or anything? Um, nobody who, who who owns a restaurant as such. We've got a couple of friends who, who are like caterers, mm. like Indian wedding kind of, kind of caterers. Yeah. Um, successful, do really well. Um, I've been in the game a long time. Um, I was just, what I was getting at, it's, it's a bit of a generalisation, but I was going to say like, um, but obviously if you don't know, you can't really talk for all of them. But how do how do you think Curry Houses react to like Desi pubs? Like, is there a clash? Or like we we, we, we have something completely different. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, think um, I, I, I kind of got the feeling at the back of, at the back of my mind that they're not too impressed with us. Mm. Um, but yeah, I it, you know, the consumer, it depends what you, you kind of want. If you want to go for a formal meal in a really nice, quiet kind of environment restaurant, then, then you go to a curry house, I think. Yeah. But I think if you want a couple of beers, just be casual, just kind of either going home from work or, mm. um, then I think Desi pubs other way to go yeah there's room for both yeah, yeah i think so it's almost like an evolution of the curry house in it yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely but it's the hybrid isn't it you go for a drink and then a curry mm. here you, you get the best of both in one place yeah but it's and not that as well like you should be like you should raise their game then because they could like oh shit yeah we've been <laughs> using a base sauce and just like using <laughs> taking shortcuts for years yeah yeah now all of a sudden this pubs came up around the corner doing the freshest of fresh we need to up our game now yeah yeah that's how it should be but i just wanted to know if there's any pushback you've done a fair few collabs how have they come about um collabs so um we love doing these oh yeah it's awesome yeah Yeah, it's something that i kind of i I, me and harm have been talking about for like ages and then you're gonna see a lot more coming yeah 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 yeah, we managed to get it get it on well obviously covid came in the way and kind of ruined things but uh so I went to school with uh, Sham, who owns Bonehead, mm. and introduced Harm and and Sham, and um, and yeah, that that's how that one came about. We were just oh, like it was good timing. Two of my favourite places. <laughs> places <laughs> Bonehead. Did you guys Bonehead. try the wings? I'm mad for Bonehead. <laughs> did you? Yeah, did Buffalo Burgers, my favourite thing. Yeah. It's crazy for it. A couple yeah. of times, me, me and Eamon have kind of picked up a takeaway during lockdown. And we haven't even made it back home. We just pulled, <laughs> we pulled up on the Bristol Road. <laughs> we got a tuck in. Yeah, so did, that come, did that come about, did it? What, what was the crack like? Yeah, yeah. So um, we were talking about it for a while and it had to be right the right time for, for Boneheads uh, because um, obviously COVID happens and it, the restaurant closed. It was just Uber Eats. And then he was doing a couple of uh, pop-ups. Is that a Zoom, Zoom off mm. at the moment? Um, and then this happened, I think, when was it? It's about three months ago now, three or, three or four months ago. And, and it was just the right time. Um, and yeah, he just said, Look, should, we, should we do something? So me and Harm went down and we uh, took some of our sauce 
Um, we experimented with quite a few kind yeah. of things. So we took some of our butter sauce down. We took the oh, tikka yeah. masala sauce. Tikka masala. Took the chili sauce. Sweet chili, yeah. Yeah. And then we made a couple of burgers. There was a, the, the butter chicken burger. Uh, with that, So it's that, that sauce, the butter chicken yeah. sauce on Bonehead's bun. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the same with the chicken tikka. And then the, um, we did the sweet chili wings. Uh, so the, the you know the, the that sweet chili sauce you got some nice yeah sauce. yeah it's like the chili chicken sauce yeah on their wings and what we found is that the burgers weren't going to travel well they all just get too soggy yeah so the wings was the best thing that we kind of compromised on and, and yeah, then we there's going to the be time. yeah yeah there'll be future kind of collaborations It'll be coming back yeah hey it's going to come back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something there's, there's something some hopefully about sleeves yeah. I want to try that butter chicken burger <laughs> yeah yeah awesome man <laughs> that sounds unreal. Did you have any other collab you wanted to talk about or coming up? Um, Anything top secret? Or? We, ha- we have got one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't talk about it. Yeah, I'm not sure whether I should talk <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to force it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a few that we want to, we were in kind of talks with, talks yeah. about. But um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll. Do you have we'll, anyone you'd like to collab with? Like if you, someone said, oh, like you did, not, not one that's potential, but if someone said you can collab with anyone in the city, who would it be? Brad Carter. Yeah. Yeah. We just like Brad and his team. <laughs> yeah. And Pete. Um, yeah, I think that would be the one. Yeah, one. yeah. I'd love yeah. to see what they would do with it. Like. Yeah, I've got no idea. Oh, no, no yeah. clue. Do they come in off a lot? Yeah, they do pop in. Yeah. Um, and um, during lockdown, I think the first lockdown, we dropped some food off to them for their staff meals. Um and I think that we, we've just got so much kind of admiration for him and his yeah. team of what they do and what yeah. they produce and how they do it. Um, so I think that would, for me personally, I think that would be the one. Yeah, it'd be like, awesome. Because yeah. they're just like so creative with their food. And, yeah. And the, the way they source it and yeah. where, where, all, all, the, all the things they do with it. It's amazing. It's an experience, isn't it? When you're oh, yeah. in cars, it's an experience. Like yeah, the whole sauce. You're very aware of where the, every plate come from, where your wines come from, everything. Like it's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that would be the one. How good's their staff meals, um, social media? Hi. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and makes your mouth water every time. more about that than anything else, don't I? I bet they do, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why you created the book, isn't it? Yeah, that's why they got the book, yeah. Have you got the book? Great book. No, I haven't, to be honest. But, uh, did you wish you think you wish? Do you wish you thought of that first? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a great idea. I don't know how to come up with it. It's he told us actually. I did it. So yeah, there's. The, I think it was um, their marketing man. Yeah, would just like take photos of the staff meals they were doing mm-hmm. and, and create the, the stories out of them. But they were so popular on social media, they were like, "We got to put a, we got to put a book together on this." Yeah. So, so that's I how bet, it was I born. Bet every restaurant in Birmingham's like kicking themselves, mm. like, especially like the high end ones, because they all have staff meals, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, we've been doing it for years. We never <laughs> no, thought yeah. to pull it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever consider a book? Were you not letting that butter chicken recipe out of that kitchen? No, never, <laughs> let never let that recipe out. Um, never really thought about a book. It'd have to be like a pop-up book or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us. So what future plans are coming up for this place? Are you looking at expanding, maybe getting another? So Make a chain of places, maybe? There, there, there's, a, there's a couple of things, actually, in the pipeline um, that, that we're looking at. Um, we, 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 over, the, over the past couple of years, we, we've been offered a lot of sites, actually. But we, we don't want to kind of um, go somewhere and not do it justice. Um, and we don't, we don't want to expand for the sake of just saying you've got 
two or three places. Um, it's got to be right for us. So there, 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 there's talks um, in the background um, about some potential kind of ventures, joint ventures or on our own. Um, but I think at the moment we're just concentrating on, on here, um, getting back to some kind of normality once restrictions are all gone. Um, we're going to introduce some new um, new kind of specials on our menu. Um, so you're going to see a lot more weekly specials and monthly kind of specials. Um, we want to take feedback from, from customers and what they want to kind of see on the menu as well. Um, yeah, I think that's it for the moment. Are you still at Mosley as well? There was something where you joined with Mosley Rugby Club as well, or were you just a sponsor? Or? Yeah, so we, we do a lot of work with Mosley Rugby yeah. Club actually, and really love working with them guys over there. It's a great you know place him? to go down as well. Yeah. I love going down there when yeah. you can. Good for it's a drink. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah. Well, I don't leave that bar area. I go down <laughs> to the real bar bit and I just see if I can see the game from that little, <laughs> that little hutch. Um, <laughs> Is the cabins, the port yeah, cabins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, we, we do. Um, um, I'll give James and Kate a special shout out because um, they, they, they've helped us so much and they've worked. Uh, I love working with them too. Um, so we, we do match day catering there as well. So we'll kind of rock up with our chicken tikka, shish kebab wraps, vegetarian options um, to kind of go on the side of all the burgers, chips and hot dogs and stuff. Um, and then we do a lot of catering in their, their Reading suite upstairs. So we're, yeah. we've done... we. We've probably done six, seven, eight weddings. I think, you know, two, three hundred plus. Um, so catering's kind of, it's just kind of come about naturally. I think for us, people have started inquiring about catering. Um, started off kind of small, 50, 100. And we've, we've done weddings of 500 plus. Um, wow. So they're, they're, they're challenging, but um, they're very, very rewarding to do. It's kind of, it's something a bit different. Um, so we enjoy the kind of catering side of things. Obviously, over the last year or so, we haven't, we haven't done much, but now people are starting to get parties kind of booked in again. Um, so we, 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 we do a bit of catering as well, and, and we like doing it at Mosley because the team is fantastic there. The, the facilities are fantastic. Um, it's just a nice venue overlooking the, the, the rugby pitch as well. Mm. It's just a nice place to work. Um, also, is the local community, you know, supporting local... Yeah. Yeah, it's only down the road from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Ashfield as well. Cricket. Yeah, Mosley Ashfield Cricket Club across yeah, the road. Yeah. Um, we've done a bit with them last year as well. Um, and, and, and we wanted to try and, and that, that's all part of our keeping this a community kind yeah. of thing. Community engagement. Um, yeah, community engagement. Um, and we found that there's a lot of crossover actually uh, between the rugby club, the cricket club. And, and Mosley itself. And, yeah, and like, I mean, years ago, lads used to play um, rugby in the winter and cricket in the summer. Like, that's just how rugby and cricket clubs used to work. Like, mm. they, they were normally the same, like on the same ground. So that's how it used to work. Yeah. It? it still very much does yeah. here, yeah, I bet it does, um, yeah. which is quite nice. Not so much of the forwards, like just the, ba- the skinny backs. Like, <laughs> 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 they wouldn't catch us big boys playing uh, cricket in the summer. We'd be in the bar watching them play cricket. <laughs> Where do you like to eat out in Birmingham or do you like eating out in Brum or do you get a chance to eat out in Brum? <laughs> um, not as often as I would like, actually. Um, and I think most restaurant owners would kind of say that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Um, I, I, I love Thai restaurants. Yeah? Yeah. And Do you have I, a favourite or? Um, 
I don't really have a favourite. Uh, actually, um, Sabai. Sabai, Sabai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabai, Sabai. But the, um, the Mosley one, we've been going there for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when that place was tiny. You, you yeah, just yeah. go back in the day when there was only one Sabai, Sabai, and it was just the front half yeah, of the restaurant, yeah. and it was just graffiti on all one wall. <laughs> yeah. And then for some reason, they've started opening restaurants and they doubled it back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember when it was just a tiny little room and it was a nice place. Their food's fantastic. Yeah. Um, So yeah, like like to go there. Um, But there's a a lot of new places that have opened now. Um, So I think... Yeah, some good independents have opened, isn't it? Yeah. Really good ones. That's it, it's just keeping up with them. Like, even for us, I've got a list and it only gets longer of places to try. Yeah. Cross one off and I'll add two more on. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham's buzzing, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's going on. It's a good scene, good independent scene. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Really helps us. <laughs> Works kind well of, for our podcast. I'm kind of liking going to um to to other kind of pubs at the minute as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, the Highfield, like going there. Position, yeah. I kind of like it there as well. Yeah, Do you bother going to other Desi pubs or just leave it? I just leave it. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> we just leave it. Yeah. We used to. Used to go yeah, everywhere. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had this, but, um, yeah, we don't know. No, I suppose. But we hear feedback from um, from other people. Um, they do this better. You do this better. Mm. Um, but we just we 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 we're aware of other places, but we just concentrate on our own. Yeah, that's all you can do. It's <laughs> working. Can't about yeah, that's it. It's working. Just go with it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Eamon? Do you like eating out? Or? Yeah, yeah, when I can. Uh, but to be honest, work has been crazy all over lockdown, so yeah. I haven't really got out much. But um, I like these, you know, poly Neapolitan pizza places. Yeah. Rudy's is pretty good. And yeah. yeah. Burger like joints. One minute we had no pizza in Birmingham, and now yeah. all of a sudden we just got too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know if it's too much, but we got lots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with burgers. There was no burger places. And then I think we've got, like three or four of the best burger places yeah, yeah. in the country, hands yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's good though. But there's um, some good places popping up in Mosley. There's that new Korean place. Yeah, um, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Then there's that Japanese Karajis just opened. Yeah. And uh, yes, it's a good scene. Yeah, it really is. I feel like I should know the name of that Korean, but I can't think of it. Yeah, I've forgotten it. It's a weird <laughs> it's name. It's massive it? letters. It's like healthy food. foods or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Good foods. I can't remember. It's got it like wrote in massive writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking Turkish food at the moment. Turkish food's yeah. become big, man. That's yeah, man. Good. I had uh, some lamb ribs the other day. Awesome, man. Yeah. Real tasty. <laughs> Where was that from? Um, it was, uh, you know... Um, Marmaris, Marmaris, Marmaris. Yeah, it's a good one. That is. Yeah, it's good, man. I love their food. I love their box. You just get all anything, everything chicken in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get so much. It's yeah, crazy. Do, like the meal for two could do four people, yeah. or just me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys though, food-wise? Yeah, everywhere here. Oh, man. <laughs> Apart from him. Seriously though, we, joking aside, but of all the places we eat, we eat here. We hear the most. Easily more than anywhere else. I like um, Bone, how massive Bonehead fan. Yeah. I'll talk all day about how much yeah, love Bonehead. Meat, meat Shack, I've got a thing for Meat Shack. Yeah, Meat Shack's right yeah. up there. Then we used got... to love Little Blackwood in Mosley, but obviously oh, yeah. that's uh, yeah. no longer there, which is a shame. Yeah, that's gutting, that is. Yeah. Still so no. He loves re- this place as well. There's some Mexican place opened up, but we've not tried it. We said we'd both love to see a really good Mexican like in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I think we're missing class. a few Mexican places. Yeah. So like Sturchley's got one now, mm. and there's a couple yeah. of other pop-ups that are turned into restaurants now. So Mexican might be getting more 
popular eh? soon. Mm. Okay. Nice. I love Mexican food. Yeah, Mexican food is good. Mm. Yeah. Really good stuff, man. Awesome. Anything else you wanted to talk about, plug, or shout but about? Or? There, there, there was actually something I wanted to mention. Um, so, you know how, obviously, during lockdown, a lot of places, they could only do um, collections or deliveries. Mm. Um, and a lot of restaurants were, were suffering. Were, were signing up to these kind of the, the usual platforms that Uber deliveries just eat, but um, their 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 fees and their charges are, are just ridiculous. Yeah, very um, people. I don't think people realise like how much it actually costs. Like, yeah. What was the? Is it? Did I hear rightly? It's like fifty percent or something. Forty five percent. Yeah. Forty five percent. Forty five percent. That much to get something delivered, um, and then um, the co- consumer would pay service fees as well, wouldn't they? You know. Um, so I, I, we we've been working with a company called Easy Food, mm-hmm. um, and um, so you'll hear a lot more about Easy Food coming up. They've got they've got a fantastic story behind them. So it was it was two guys local from here actually, yeah. um, two guys. They 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 had this idea of um, of creating a food ordering platform before all these big boys were out. They're going back almost ten years now, I think. Um, they they thought they'd call it Easy Food, so they bought the domain easyfood.com um stelios yeah. sir stelios yeah. um uh obviously found out that they bought this and he he's very protective over the easy brand mm-hmm. so he took them to court these two two lads the these guys thought well it's ours so let's let's fight fight him in court so um they went through a, a massive court um battle with him put you know put themselves on the line the houses you know mm-hmm. against the billionaire kind of guy who, with a legal team yeah. take some nuts to do that yeah yeah um and and amazingly they won the court case against stelios um he's turned around at the end and said i actually love your idea so let's work together yeah well Um, he could have just done that from the off man (laughs) he should have (laughs) saved everyone a bit that's why the bloke's a billionaire though sees an opportunity like he doesn't pass up on something good so um uh so now they're, they're they've joined partnership with stelios and and it's not like stelios only uh, he only owns EasyJet and Easy Food, and I think one other of his companies, you know, like the, um, the hotels and yeah, the gyms, yeah, the they're all kind of franchises. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. licensed through licensed through him. Yeah, his name. But um, uh, Easy Food, he's he's actually involved in himself and his team. So um, they 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 went away, put a plan together, and um, about about two years ago, they 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 launched. Um, easy food and they went and signed up various restaurants in Birmingham and Birmingham was going to be their hub we were one of the first restaurants that signed up with them because what they what they gave us was an online ordering platform which which we never had before mm. and we didn't want to go down this Uber delivery kind of and their rates because we just didn't agree with that and we, we, we couldn't afford to do, to do that with the, yeah. with the margins they charge um, um, so we, 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 we were one of the original ones to sign up with them. And then um, a year down the line, they had a little rethink about their strategy and, and how they're going to go about expanding and, and growing the business. So they kind of pulled back. But we were the only restaurant that, that stayed on their system. So um, we've been working with them for the past two years now, um, uh, improving their systems, testing for them, feeding back to their, to their developers. Um, and obviously throughout lockdown, um, it it just it's just increased, doesn't it? Tenfold all the mm-hmm. online ordering. So, gotcha. um, all our deliveries were coming through online. Um, collections were coming through online through this um, easy food system, 
and uh, they were able to integrate it into our website so all the traffic came through our website um, and and um, the system's really good um, and in terms of fees wise um, they charge a set fee per per order rather than a percentage um, oh, yeah. to to the restaurant so the restaurant cost would be one pound fifty so if you had a hundred pound order it's still one pound fifty that's, that's fair enough that's fair, yeah isn't it? you do all the work yeah saying the platform um whereas uber would have taken 45 pound of that of that which is incredible um so the these guys easy food now they've gone away and and they're going to do a massive birmingham launch now midlands launch um so you'll see them on buses you'll see them on tv you'll see them on the radio um uh, billboard you see a massive advertising campaign um, and um, yeah so that's something to look out for and what their what their what their mission is is to um, give the power back to the restaurants empower the restaurants again so we we, we have control over what what we're what we're doing because the restaurants are doing all the hard work and yeah, they, they yes. see that um, um, so what they're doing is is, is is really good I think for this industry and I think um, I think a lot of restaurateurs in in Birmingham should keep an eye out for these because it's going to save a lot of people a lot of money. Well, if it's only one fifty per order, everyone's going to switch to these guys. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the, the rates are for for um, the consumer as well are a lot less. There's no service fees and none of those. You know, where sometimes you can you can kind of place an order, and and it should only be a ten pound order, and you're at twenty six pound or something, and you're yeah. like, what's all these yeah, add-ons? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, there's none of that. It's all transparent. It's all kind of, you know, it is what it is. Um, and obviously, they've got the, the backing of the Easy brand behind them. So things are going to be done properly. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, that, that's really exciting, yeah. I think. And the local Birmingham lads, so it's, it's a nice story, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. You should get behind them. Definitely. Get them on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, definitely yeah. get them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, most randomly, I ended up in a in a in a zoom meeting with sir stelios last friday <laughs> <laughs> because um, he'd sent his right right hand man down from london to visit the restaurant here um constantine came and he put an order through on the on the system and he wanted to see if it's working he, uh, you know just a bit of an undercover uh, shopper kind of thing um and yeah we had a we had a nice meal with him and then he invited us to um have a zoom meeting with stelios sir stelios and the easy food team so um yeah, he was sitting on his yacht in Monaco, I think, <laughs> while, while I was in my dining room. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, look out for them, guys. Uh, it's it's amazing what they're doing, amazing story, and and it's really going to give the power back to the restaurants. Yeah, that's um, incredible. Cheers for the heads up on that, man. Yeah, yeah no, no problem. Definitely look out for that. Good the stuff, app. man. Hundred percent. Got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so end on the bit. I like the most because it's just random questions. You find out a lot about a person off these questions. Okay. Don't think about them too much. Quick answers. It's both easiers. Uh, what's your favourite movie? My cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. No one said that yet. <laughs> I watched it the other day, actually. What a classic. What's I your think my classic is Leon, man. It's like Leon. Now is favourites, but. There's too many. <laughs> um, what's your favourite spirit? Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Yeah, I'm a whiskey man. Uh, which one you like? Uh, is quite nice. Hibiki's yeah. nice. Hibiki, yeah. Like Hibiki. Yeah, nice single malt. Nice. Perfect. What's your favourite beer? 
I'm not a beer man at all. Nah. If you get the pub, what are you drinking then? I'm drinking a Grey Goose. Grey Goose. I'm not a big drinker. Nah. No, not at all, actually. Um, but I, I, w- I would have um, a whiskey or a, or a Grey Goose. Yeah, I wouldn't have a beer. Nice. What about yourself? Uh, if I'm drinking at the wagon, it's Estrella or uh, Peroni or something. Oh, nice. Uh, what's your favourite big fast food chain? Five Guys, probably. Is, is that big? That's, that's that, on the list. That's big, yeah. Choice. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Five Guys yeah. got no arguments with that. <laughs> um, what's your favourite dish that you cook at home? Don't do mine. Cooking at home. Exactly the cooking. Tenderly chicken, <laughs> yeah. just homemade. Mix it up. <laughs> really on the bone. Though. Yeah. What's your favourite bar in Birmingham? Other than the Copper Co- Dragon. Copper Dragon, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, for, for drinking or? Yeah, just drinking. Just drinking. Been a while since we've been out in it. <laughs> drinking, yeah. Uh, favourite bar in Birmingham. These uh, Digbeth places are all right, isn't it? Yeah, Digbeth's are nice. Plenty of nice places. Yeah, yeah. Around there, which is Zumhof the other, the other week. That was it's pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty. Good. Chris yeah. is there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the great meat, burgers, meat, isn't he? Meat, meat, meat's bun. Meat, meat's bun. Yeah, great stuff. Um, what's your favorite other than Birmingham? What's your favorite food destination in the world? In the world, I'd, I'd go. We went to Thailand ten years ago, and that was yeah. freaking amazing. I'd say Thailand. Yeah, yeah, love the, the food. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, States probably as well. States, yeah, it's great for food there, isn't it? Yeah, that's Dang- dangerous on that list. Yeah, yeah, do <laughs> yeah. a food tour. Oh, definitely. I still watch the old man versus food. Yeah, probably, I do. You know, when they People have changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still watching. I was watching one yesterday. I just watched. Seen on Netflix. Um, what's it called now? Fried fresh crispy. It's in that. Yes. How yeah. good is that? Yeah. He just basically goes around like uh, places in America, not really like the usual places. Yeah. He just gets like these mad fried foods. Like, oh man. You know, stuffs them in. Like, oh, it's class. It's really good. Gotta watch this one. Gotta watch that, man. Just makes me hungry, man. Yeah, I, I was watching it. Starving. <laughs> <laughs> starving like. Speaking of starving, we're gonna get some food. Is that you done? This question's done. Good. Get some food. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks nice for being for coming on, like really, really appreciate it. Great chat. Now, awesome, meeting man. you both. Thanks yeah, you too, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. <laughs>